0: Do you remember, Lewis, the yes.
1: 11th day of September?
0: Have y'all read this, this New Yorker piece about Prince? About uh-uh. like his last days? I read some of it. I read Was some, some th- of it, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sad, but he gives some helpful tips in there for a DJ set. He says you should always close with September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> and I think that's good September. advice.
1: When the buildings turn to embers. Is there a song that
0: elicits more pure joy than that one? Not many.
2: Pussy Control's pretty good.
1: I went to a wedding this past weekend and they played that song.
2: They played September. Pussy Control
1: or September? <laughs> September. Tanya, talk real quick. Real quick? Hey, Tom, um, why don't you talk? <coughs> sorry. Uh, hey, hey, when, hey, hey. When me
2: and Michella saw L7 perform, they came out on stage to Pussy Control. Really? Who's,
1: who's yeah. This? Um. I guess getting confused with S Club Seven.
2: God damn it! You remember, I remember, S Club S, 7? I remember S Club
1: Seven? It was a TV show. Uh huh. It was like Spice Girls, but with like three guys in it. It's like three guys <laughs> and three girls.
2: But it was nothing like Spice
0: Girls. <laughs> I, I DJ'd a lot of the um, sorority formal's in college, and I played. I remember playing Pussy Control at the Kyle uh, Fall Formal, in like 2005 or something like that. And it had been a very controversial thing. Oh, Why? Was it? Yeah. I, I just never got another gig with him. I got hired back <laughs> by all the others. But apparently, it was
1: a thing that I played pussy control.
2: They didn't enjoy it.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't you love it when you do something? You're like, that was weird. No one really talks to me. It's really talked to me after that. that-
2: <laughs> Terrence has so many of those Have so many. Of those. <laughs> yeah. They're just dropping like flies, acquaintances.
1: Yeah. That's weird.
0: Why don't they talk to me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> We used to talk on the phone. i go over to the house for dinner. Now they turn the other way on the street. <laughs> it's been my life for the last
1: 12 months or so.
0: There is a marginalization involved that a lot of people that would otherwise be radicals just don't want to deal with. Uh-huh. That involves some, uh, uh,
1: at least a small degree of social marginalization. <laughs> it can be <laughs> nice, though. Like, I mean, granted, it is. it does suck, but at the same time today, it was like, well, I finally figured out a way to get Bill Richardson to stop talking to me.
2: There you go. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Yeah, the other yeah. the other nice part is you can quit pretending you like certain people.
2: Oh yeah, if I could just get uh, if I could just if someone could just tell me exactly what I could do to piss the cranes off enough, the Chapman cranes, to never mm. speak to me again, that would be uh, excellent.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, I think that's like getting off a DNC email list, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've been trying for years. You've
1: <laughs> Speaking of the New Yorker, um, there is nothing funnier to me than the New Yorker having two writers named Sam Sacks and Sam Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Who are not Wait, our Sam Sacks. So Sachs four total? Knight. There's a Normie Sam Sacks and a Normie Sam Knight. And then there's a Dark Sam Sacks and a Dark, dark Sam, <laughs> Sam wow. It's like Mario and
0: Wario. Yes. Wow. That's, this is very topical because me and, and Lee were just talking about this concept of bizarros. Uh Like you have two people in life that, and like each sort of like weirdly complement each other, but one's like more of a lighter and one's like a darker, you know what I mean? Like a Mario Wario. No, no, no. Not (laughs) like me and you.
1: Like, like, (laughs) that would be a good example of your, you mean I'm definitely the dark side to somebody's
0: light side. Yeah. Right. But I mean, but not, it doesn't (laughs) necessarily mean like morally that way. Just like.
2: It's possible I've joked that you're the dark side of
0: Nescaid Grain.
2: Would you all both see, I would say I am
1: the dark side of every straight white cis <laughs> conventionally attractive male. In the I sense that say, I, I'm like the one guy in that purview who doesn't have his shit together. I can't just like enjoy the privileges and the petit bourgeois lifestyle.
0: See I would argue that Terrence is the light side of the pan.
1: Oh
2: yeah, there's that too. Oh fuck. No, it's like not no. the light
0: side of like your polar opposites. Oh. Yeah, but like, like you're
2: the good. You're the good side.
0: Well, how <laughs> how? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that side's so dark you don't even want to be the light side of. It. Yeah.
1: Mm. But but it's a dark, I don't. Dark I don't know how you determine what's light side and what's dark side. Like, um. So if you're listening to this, it means um, if you're listening to this on the main feed, it means that we. Decided not to publish that episode we recorded yesterday. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Todd's <laughs> like, well, let's just go ahead and scratch that last two
1: minutes. Then.
2: <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. What I got to lose? Um, I've already quit my main gig.
1: Right. That's right. Riding rails here. I the but. The <laughs> 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 I mean, what the oh, <laughs> Um, but the point the larger point is that um i was having a real normal one online yesterday and it resulted in a real normal episode and i've decided i've 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 done a lot of heart thinking in the last 12 yeah, hours. thinking that, that's big i'm thinking have now. you slept not really.
2: God damn it, Terrence! I
1: didn't really sleep. Every much.
2: time I leave your house late at night, I'm about to slip something in your drink to <laughs> knock your ass out. You need to rest, my man. I, I actually get, I didn't sleep good either. I woke up about six a.m. and couldn't go back to sleep. That I didn't.
1: Sucked. I didn't get to sleep till like three. Fuck, that's, that's terrible. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think though <sighs> that um, what I'm starting to realize is that um, I'm just a contrarian. Ultra leftist
2: <laughs> Not just Those are many great Many a great things <laughs> Those are many a great things
0: You're not merely those things
2: I don't think you were having a, An extra normal one
0: You didn't think so? No Okay, good Good to hear uh,
2: Did I make you I, Did I Did I Make you second guess yourself When I said Which half of the left Have you been in contact with?
1: <laughs> you made me second guess myself When I When you said I need healing
2: Oh <laughs> We all need healing That's not just you uh, no, I know I came saw home the last long, night The
0: thing is uh, uh, You're you're antithetical I didn't mean like You're two sides Of the same coin uh, Listen It's okay I'm gonna have to night, Cut that in
2: <laughs> Last night I came home Talking to Michelle About how bad I need a therapist Just because I've well, Mostly because Of me quitting my job I've gotta I'm gonna have to Need years of therapy Just to <laughs> recover From that But uh, I just You know I don't wanna have to put I all of my needing to talk through things on my friends and my partner.
1: I don't Everyone. want to put it on 10,000 people every week.
2: Exactly. <laughs> no, actually I think they're paying for it, so.
0: John but Prine I, said, "Don't pin your blues on me. <laughs> just go ahead and do whatever you need to."
2: Well, we all need healing. We all need therapy. I, and that's not hyperbole. That's the god's honest truth. Is it not? But
1: here's the thing. Do you think that it's possible Isn't there some truth to the statement? I really do tend to tear down more than build up. And this includes all realms of my life. Do you think it's possible that I'm such an incorrigible critic about everything because I'm deeply miserable? Like, deep down, existentially miserable. I have to shit on everything. (laughs) And therefore I'll never find happiness. And this bleeds over into my political analysis as well
2: I'm going to shoot this one to Tom <laughs> 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 I don't think that, but if i mean you know yourself better than we do, shit
1: do we though do we ever truly know ourselves well here's the
0: thing here's the, here's what here's what i mean this is the central question this is what everybody that's involved in d s a is what everybody that's involved with uh you know the the Yuchi movement the whole spectrum wants to know, it's like, where where do you thread the needle between being likable, okay, being presentable, uh-huh. being like presentable. well thought of, but still holding your ground? You know what I mean? Because we live in a world where if you buck fat even a little bit, you're deemed kind of, you're, you're marginalized. You're kind of crazy if you like... Believe we could have an egalitarian world. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I literally
2: want to talk to a therapist about climate change. This is not a joke. I mean, we are we are staring down the barrel of many a seeds that we feel pretty <laughs> powerless to to shift. You know what I mean? I need to discuss this, and the therapist in Weitzberg couldn't handle that.
1: <laughs> She's the not
2: taking that on.
1: Yeah, I guess the therapist in Weitzberg won't be asking you like so. What you're selling me is you're not <laughs> optimistic about the Bernie Sanders movement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she's not getting that. She's not taking that in. Um, I would
1: wonder
0: what Michelle Anberg has got to say about Bernie Sanders, though.
2: Or about impending floods. Yeah. <laughs> the great flood coming back again. Yeah. God flooding the earth again. <laughs> Maybe that's how I should approach it. Then maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll consider it a valid concern if I phrase it as like God flooding (laughs) the earth again. I'm really concerned that he's coming back. He's flooding us out.
1: Well, they would tell you, Tanya, that he gave us a rainbow to signal that he would never (laughs) do it that way again. Do it that way again. He was going to
2: so fires this time.
1: Yeah, 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 we're getting we're getting the flames this time. That's right.
2: I mean, we live in a. A future forest fire. In fact, <laughs> that's where I live currently.
0: <laughs> the ultimate twist of the simulation would be if the biblical prophecies were absolutely correct,
1: <laughs> and we were like, "Holy fuck, Jesus! Jesus came back. He's here." You know what I mean? Like, right? It's true. You wouldn't have to put um, blood, lamb's blood, on the top of you know above your doorway so that the Lord skips over your first firstborn son. Yeah. And, um, what if
2: you have no sons? <gasps> Wait, is Louis my firstborn son?
1: Louis would be your firstborn <gasps> son. You're going or You're good as long as you put lamb's blood over the door. Yeah, you you don't is that to... what it was? Yeah, lamb's blood. Yeah. Right, right. You know, I, this brings up.
0: I mean, it's. I mean, it's a deep existent existential question. <laughs> but I believe that nobody truly believes what they say they believe. <laughs>
2: Nobody knows what to think anymore. We're so fucked up.
0: Well, people compartmentalize things. We you know have to.
2: We have to. It's uh, a survival yeah. mechanism. Self
0: delude. there is a there's a certain amount of self delusion that is involved to deal with a death that is certain, but we don't know when it's coming necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is what it is to be human.
2: Yeah. And I, I'd like to expand on your thread and the needle uh, visualization that it's like to pull it back even further, it's really like anyone who has had the luxury, which turns into the misery, to catch a glimpse of a different world that we have not seen or experienced ourselves, to mm-hmm. like have enough imagination, the patience for that um, <clears throat> can can never be satisfied again. You know, mm-hmm. like we can't, like we can't reach. Like, how do we thread the needle of knowing? all the things that we don't have yeah and still trying to be well in your words likable fun to be around not a vamp, emotional yeah. vampire yeah somewhat happy um and relatable <laughs> and <laughs> but, and to be able to enjoy you know a, a rupaul's drag race binge you know yeah. who's to say we don't deserve it we yeah. fucking do
0: yeah and i'm uh, with you I, you know it's it's Marxism has become sort of a surrogate for religion for me. And so like how I used to always try to reconcile things back to Christianity and invariably had a hard time, at least with like a sort of a literal reading of the texts. Yeah. To do that. Marxism is way easier to do that because it makes historical, scientific, perfect sense. But also, there's the fear of the marginalization that comes with that. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Of like actually knowing, like, we know the truth. I mean, we know this is real. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas, like, in Christianity, it's like.
2: You don't, you have much less proof. You have much,
0: considerably (laughs) less (laughs) proof that a man lived in the belly of a whale. But you're much
1: happier. Right.
2: Do you think Christians are happy?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Well, what did Mark say is the opiate of the masses (laughs) or some bullshit?
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I think that you're happier, but maybe um, I don't know. I mean, Is that weird though to say that like Marxism has sort of taken the place of? I don't say it's taken place of it's faith like or a religion, methodology. But, well, you have to have a narrative about like humans all need something that makes sense of the world, right? right. I
2: mean, we are surviving at this point in such a deeply disconnected bloodthirsty money machine. One far more disgusting and powerful than Marx could have ever imagined. Right. It's taken on so much more. Um, So you're
0: saying Marx failed to consider the money machine, the bloody money (laughs) (laughs) machine.
2: No, I don't. But I'm saying it's just like we are... um, I'm no. I'm in no position to speak on Marx's shortcomings. <laughs> I'm I've, I've not read enough <laughs> myself.
1: Apparently, he's pretty unlockable Ass. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of um, uh, this Cedric Robinson book called Black Marxism, um, and it's pretty fascinating. I mean, because like the first part of it, he just sort of uh, uses it to sort of savage. Like, it's the, the whole book is him kind of trying to square Marxism with what he calls the black radical tradition. Right. Um, and so, like, he really spends, like, several chapters, like, going into a lot of the shortcomings of Marxism. So well, I really, what's,
0: What does he identify some of the shortcomings in that context?
1: Well, uh, like, one of the biggest ones is that he doesn't believe that capitalism is a dialectical negation of feudalism. That many of our feudal <laughs> structures just were carried over into the capitalist Which era. Which is is canon. Yeah. In yeah. Marxist tradition. Right, right, right. Huh? In historical materialism. Yeah. Um But uh um but it does make sense though. Like you look around, like someone on Twitter yesterday was like Because 'cause I'd posted something about the working family parties thing and somebody twist posted like well, if we don't organize now, we're getting feudalism or whatever. It's like <laughs> I think we're already there. Right? Hey, look around, Pally.
2: <laughs> what I love is that we still we're still clamoring to. It could get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe it could. Well, I, it's like
1: it's like my, like I said yesterday, Tanya. There are no absolutes in human misery, all right. and it can always get worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Here, I was prepared to talk about my guy. President
0: oh we'll my god.
1: President my guy.
0: Speaking, <laughs> speaking of a guy that uh, knows no absolutes.
1: President my guy.
0: Fucking the fucking mental degradation of Joe Biden in real time. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> something in physical. I think what was it? Yeah, Terrence physical. And said mental. That he's kind of like Jeff Goldblum in the fly <laughs> in the like fly. his face is melting
1: off. <laughs> like I have a physical I'm physically revolted. I have physical revulsion when I think of him.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> even both more so than Donald do,
1: Trump, which is yeah. saying something. Even more so than Donald
2: well, Trump. Mine's not more than Donald Trump. I, I can't even well, look Well, both at of anymore. them, their <laughs>
1: flesh is melting <laughs> off. It's falling off know. like they're lepers. Or well, mm-hmm. Donald Trump seems kind of like ostified on. Like, it feels like he's been blasted with so many like UV rays. It's just... His his skin is like a crisp. Like, it's all the
0: chemicals and spray tans, you know, it's, <laughs> Yeah, he right. doesn't
2: even look like a real human. I, right. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole about <laughs> reptilians, but he yeah. he looks like
0: a like a ventriloquist dog.
2: Yeah, he, he does. He absolutely does.
1: You know, the thing about Biden though is that like he is, um, okay. So I was mentioning this yesterday. I just kind of got, you know, my grandparents recently passed, and they were both very old. But when you get to a certain age, you develop an old person's sense of humor. And there's like certain kind of jokes at old That age make. is
0: 27. <laughs> and We've you have to finished. eat every breakfast at Dairy Queen. <laughs> it will take hold of you. <laughs> there's nothing I love more than that humor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the Yeah, style. it's
2: Tom's favorite where you say,
1: they're fucking...
2: But they'll let anybody in here. <laughs> it's
1: they're, always to do with money. They're moving the Dairy Queen location, by the way. What? What? Yeah, it's on the front page of the of the Mountain Eagle.
2: No, Myth Mark closing was the front page of the Mountain <laughs> <laughs> Eagle. Now tell me something about oh, this know.
1: morning's copy? No. Or, yeah, or that yes. was yesterday. Yeah, no, they're moving it to West Whitesburg. Yes, I know. This is... Where? Michelle is looking at us.
2: <laughs> I am disturbed.
1: <laughs> yes. It's been there since disturbing. it was Druthers. No. What's this gonna will be not there? play well.
2: No, what's going to be there?
1: Nothing, probably. The what church. am I
2: supposed to do after I work out for twenty two minutes? <laughs> Drive to get my Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like I got to burn center? that extra five calories They'll- walking over there. <laughs> what they do with every abandoned building in East Kentucky? Either turn it into a Mexican food restaurant or a church. One God,
2: that's so bleak and true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: So why? What's the rationale? Yeah,
2: what's the point? It seems like that's going to cost a lot of money. They already got the drive-through, everything. Uh,
0: the owner just bought the I
2: think- ducks are already there. <laughs> Those
0: ducks, ducks are, are going to be like, what the fuck? Now we got to, what well, we got to go to the. They're <laughs> going
2: to have a whole displaced duck population. They're living off French fries.
1: Yeah, scientists study those ducks. By the way, did you know that there are those bio-
2: actual Dairy Queen ducks? There are
1: biological research papers um, about those.
2: spark Dairy
0: Queen ducks? They suffer from
1: higher rates of heart disease. <laughs> are you know? fucking yeah, joking? Yeah, no, and they have like, uh, they have like this wing disease from eating too many like uh, salts and too much salty food, so they get like. Fucked up wings.
2: I only believe this because <laughs> I heard once, and it's not been proven. Maybe Tom knows uh, that Whitesburg is a bird sanctuary, or at I, least at one time was officially a bird sanctuary.
1: I think Hootman just did that because we lived next door to some people who wanted us to mow the lawn, and so he had his lawn designated a bird sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most on-brand thing. <laughs> <I've never>. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, the, the neighborhood organized like a. Our friend Jonathan Hoopman is. Like, the neighborhood organized he, like
2: because like, didn't <laughs> <bow> the <ground. laughs> This man will work quadruple hard to win a mm. battle of working less. Yeah. <laughs> to win his right to work less.
1: All right. Well. Um,
2: God. Wow. That's amazing.
1: Bringing it back to President Mike. I mean, <laughs> So I mean for those who might not have
0: seen Joe Biden was giving a speech in front of some wealthy benefactors. And listen, I know how this goes because I've drank myself stupid. And I have cognitive lips all the time. Just
2: archive his ass. Just put him into a freezer. (laughs) He's done.
0: And he goes, he goes in trying to invoke a name that he invokes at least sixty five times in any debate, any speech, he says and when I was in the administration of president. Awkward pause. My guy. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot it, it the one name he's running funny.
2: on. President, my guy. Yeah, it's Black Friend. Yeah. I just I wish not, he had not said pop, my, my black friend. <laughs> my other black friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he is the President embodiment My guy. He is the embodiment of he's the embodiment of old people humor because you know that like When you get to be that age, you do still have like a governing function in your brain. You know that when he was saying that, he was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot his name again. (laughs) Fuck again, Um, my guy." (laughs) (laughs) Well, old people do do that; they just blank on
0: like their kids' names. But they laugh about it. They have like a certain sense
1: of humor about it. Like you'll even see. But he can't
2: do that on the presidential (laughs) stage. He can't do that on the election. Exactly. Have
1: you you ever been buying like birthday cards for old people, like when they're having their birthday, like their 88th birthday or whatever? There's always some joke in there, like when like over the hill (laughs) when you're at my age you
0: don't buy ripe bananas (laughs) it's like you start you start using humor as
1: a coping mechanism for your death that could be at any time (laughs) my my friend um my friend Derek, his grandma we called her other nanny she lived to be 101 and every time we'd go see her in the nursing home she'd be like well i guess the lord just forgot about me and she was joking (laughs) (laughs) but in that context it's just like that's who's running for president a guy who could be up on Stage like, well, I guess the Lord just forgot about <laughs> yeah, me. The yeah, the God 18th. has
2: forgotten about it. Fucking
1: <laughs> like dancers. Has falling.
2: has a, has an eye ever bled? <laughs> ever a national <laughs> on a nationally televised?
0: It looks like goddamn cano. Election from Mortal Kombat.
2: presidential debate ever? Is it the first time? Have to be.
0: <laughs> well, you know when I when we were in high school. Do you remember? Do you remember like the Nixon Kennedy debates? Yeah. And you remember how like. That was sort of the advent of television. Yeah. Everybody was like, well, yeah. Nixon looks like sweaty and weird yeah. and all this yeah. stuff.
2: <laughs> that's before they realized they had to work on their genetics. Right. Like, right. like
0: right. put on yeah. makeup and the whole yeah. shit. And they yeah. told
1: yeah. us that was the decisive factor. Like why yeah. Kennedy yeah. won. He was this young, attractive guy. Yeah. Now it
0: doesn't even Now it doesn't <laughs> that. All, you, all you have are a bunch of weird, sweaty guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that's why e
1: is more electable. She sweats less. <laughs> <laughs> But think about it It's like um, What was the logical It's like we were saying yesterday What was the logical ending To the 2016 election Like it actually made From a narrative standpoint it It would have made no sense If Hillary would have won From a narrative standpoint, it was all Trump like winning, yeah, because he had been the sort of underdog the whole time. The media didn't believe him, but it's like all they talked about was him. He got what three to one
2: media
0: coverage, right? Right,
1: but like, but Hillary kept passing out and like (laughs) (laughs) being sweaty and weird, (laughs) right? And so, like, the only logical ending to that was Biden. Or, I'm sorry, was Trump winning? And that he so, kept
2: saying, that's why I'm not going to be, that's why they won't let me win. You know, like, he, yes. he kept saying he was going to lose. Not even
1: he thought he would win.
2: I'll never forget his fucking speech. His, his, what do they call it? It's not the concession speech.
1: victory the speech. The inauguration.
2: <laughs> I guess it's a goddamn victory speech. Hallelujah. On the night of the election, when oh, he finally comes out right. and says something. Right. He was dumbfounded, dumb dick. I mean, we should.
0: I don't know that I've ever seen that. You have.
2: Mm-hmm. We should be watching.
0: But
1: he was just like I think we watched it together.
0: <clears throat> I was just in such a just dumb a stupor then.
2: No, yeah, we were all at Heritage Kitchen. I
0: was oh yeah, that's right. Up. Oh yeah, that's uh-huh. yeah. We got on a good home drunk and at night. Took like
1: two Xanax. We were on just... a goodie.
2: <laughs> we on a on a real normal
1: one at Heritage Kitchen. Um, but the point I want to make is that. From a narrative standpoint, what makes the most sense here? Doesn't it make the most sense to have two senile, just melting away guys? <laughs> it's quite, a, yes. Yeah. Well, that's what the point I, I was
0: making yesterday when we were talking, it's like, Joe Biden is running a very 2008 campaign.
2: And it's what Trump needs. Oh, I mean, it, it, it is like queuing up gold for him. It's like giving him back his Nevada... Um, casino license to let him run against Obama again. You know, that's all he wants.
1: Yeah, right. right. That's all he knows how to do. Well, that's what, well, we, yeah, we mentioned that on an episode that me and you did recently. Like, there is one even though he never ran against Obama. Right. Yeah. That's what he did. This is
0: like a surrogate. That's
1: the you thing. Know, like Biden's like the surrogate. He Obama. he
2: doesn't care who he's running against cuz he's just always just running against
1: Obama. That is the thing like if you're talking about electability, like it does feel like Biden would be the absolute wrongest pick because Worst. if there's anything that gets the chuds absolutely fucking crazy, it's Obama. It's my guy. It's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's president my and a guy God. that's president very my proud God. of president my guy yeah that's his
2: only that's his only claim to but claim. also
0: it's so weird to see biden living in 10 years ago politics Do you know what i'm saying like he's he's the only guy running on saving obamacare <laughs> like that is that is like even the most like centrist position now is like medicare for all but let's like make room for private insurance mm. if you like that like like a Buttigieg judge or somebody yeah, like that
2: he broadcasting live to people who who have had obamacare and are still dying and still in debt he says he I, he still said, be- sorry, I still i get-
1: still believe in barack's work <laughs> <laughs> well the funniest thing about biden is what you pointed out yesterday though tom is that he he's not aware that we live in the hyper normal world like where <laughs> news fucking uh happens <laughs> like in a vacuum, like at hyperspeed, yeah, and so
0: <laughs> like he's still terrified that the Kamala Harris Smackdown is going to cost him the nomination. <laughs> That's why he's going to uh, I, Popcorn's pool.
2: Yeah, one that you literally had to remind me of. I had even forgotten about.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, like nobody even remembers that shit. <laughs> nobody remembers Kamala Harris destroying him on busing at all. I think he, you. <laughs> but he is terrified that like the two percent like thing it cost him for like a day. Yeah. Was like is gonna follow him into the primary season. <laughs> He's
2: the acquaintance who who since you saw them last, you've completely forgotten <laughs> the interaction you had with them, but they have been playing over the awkward Yes. Convers the the two second awkward conversation they had. And six months later when you run into them again, they're like, Man, I just wanted I to apologize, apologize for that thing. And you have no idea
1: and what they're apologizing no <laughs> about. Yeah. Tom did that to me last night. He said, Man, I'm sorry. Well, I was I just was on my phone when you were trying to open up. i had
2: already forgotten. <laughs> forgot I was
1: like, I I was just fucking with you guys.
2: <laughs> sorry I wasn't looking you in the yeah, eye when you were proposing right. to me that time.
1: It's weird though, Tom, um So Biden is running on 2008. Um, But here's the weird thing. The middle ground, and we kind of mentioned this yesterday, but the thing that I keep hearing the most from Buttigieg and Warren is, have you noticed that now you have Obama running, 2008 Obama, now you have Obama 2.0 running in Buttigieg and Warren. Yeah, They have changed hope and change to... We need structural change. Have you noticed this? Yeah. This is the big buzzword now. Right. Structural, structural change. change. Yeah, We need structural change. Means nothing. Change. <laughs> it means absolutely yeah. nothing. Right. But...
0: The assumption being that we're going to revamp our institutions and, like, save our democracy and... Yeah. And get our little crumb <laughs> of... Yeah. Please, please. Our little crumb of checks and balances back. But, please. no,
1: it's... Time for talk's so. <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> Literally gone.
1: Yeah, um... Well, I don't know. I guess what was causing us to have such a normal one yesterday is that what's currently ripping the left apart, not just half the left, but the whole left.
2: <laughs> Every last one of them
1: bitches is Biden is Warren doing really well. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think that this is currently what's causing a lot of meltdowns. Yeah. I've just seen myself included. I have been doing some melting down myself.
2: <laughs> none of us are above it or above a good meltdown that's true
1: well i'll say
0: this while i was definitely melting down a little bit yesterday i do i do still stick by this thing that i fear there's going to come a situation where warren is going to be neck and neck with bernie sanders and it just harkens back to President My guy turning to Warren and saying, <laughs> at the last debate, Now, I know the Senator here is with Bernie on this, but I'm with President my guy on this. <laughs> and I fear there's going to be a scenario that's going to spend that's going to even spin the left further into disarray when Warren's going to be maybe outpacing Bernie a little bit, and that question's going to be flipped, and it's going to be, "Well, Bernie, why don't you just drop out and endorse?" senator warren
2: when he's been running for president for 10 years
0: <laughs> the man's been running for president for eight years yeah at this point yeah
2: a good a good solid decade um and i mean
0: but i'm just saying what's that what's that gonna do you know what i'm saying because you have like you're gonna have people that are like you know like i said like you're gonna accuse bernie of misogyny if he doesn't uh-huh. sort of kowtow and drop out and endorse warren or whatever like i think bernie's best shot is like i said we just have to fucking pile up scans during the primaries and just like that that voting block has to be shored up and be ridiculously strong or we're going to get into a murky situation where they can pin a lot of things on the bernie said on the bernie campaign
1: yeah yeah well i mean um well this is what i mean by um yeah i don't know I i think you're right, Tom. I don't have anything else to add to it. Good analysis, my man. I this can't, is. Go no, ahead. No, you go ahead.
2: I just can't help but wonder already about who even either one of them would tap for vice president. I don't know why, but I always think that um, vice presidential announcements are hilarious and like such a fucking uh, just like power play.
0: It'll be something fucking weird.
2: Bizarro.
0: I don't. Liz Warren's not going to tab Bernie Sanders for VP. There's no benefit mm-hmm. there, right? To her, in my mind. It, I mean, they're going to. Tab or not the, as much. It'll as be if,
2: like a a, a a more centrist, right? Because she'll be wanting to pull in that Biden vote.
0: I could see her doing something like Klobuchar or something fucking like, like they do. They do like Amy.
1: <laughs> they do weird shit for VPs. <laughs> Tim Kaine. <laughs> it was because he had the Hispanic vote. I mean, I really do think that was their calculus. That's how out of touch they are. They thought a white guy that just spoke Spanish, (laughs) Spanish, one of many, was the one that's going to galvanize that voting block. The thing is, you have to think that like, for the vast majority of these people, they view candidates like products, and they are marketed in the same way. And so with Tim Kaine, you get the double effect of he's Southern Democrat, which helps you... In their minds, theoretically, peel off the races that don't exist. I mean, like, there's no... Well, Tim K- Well, we're going to do good in Texas. We got Tim Kaine. <laughs> and then it, and then you check off that box, and then you get to check off the box that he speaks Spanish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, it's just a product. They're just marketing a product, so...
2: Here's a question. Why don't they run in the primaries with a vice?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe it would just be too much... I feel like they do do that in Kentucky. Don't they do that? Like You kind of tab of, like, yeah. I think like so. for governor races and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm mean voting for president. I don't know, though. I mean, I guess it's because that would require more money and, like, maybe money's tight in primaries. <laughs> I, I'm with you, though. Fuck it. Let's just bring as many people into this as we possibly Seems can. Seems like
2: they could split up all the shit they got to do. You Imagine
1: know? if every night, you had Monday and Tuesday, the VP debates between 20 to 30 people. And then Wednesday <laughs> and Thursday, the presidential debates. You've got the JZ, JV and varsity. Yeah. You know? And yeah. every night, it's a matchup. Who's going to win? Really the is ultra like left this. is from fucking Cincinnati? <laughs> or the Ewar stand? Who's got a plan for that? Yeah. <laughs> it
2: has got a plan for that.
1: That would be more interesting than the shit we're getting right now. Right.
0: The only thing interesting about it is seeing uh, <laughs> Joe Biden... Uh, Degrade <laughs> right, right,
2: right us. before our eyes. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, Joe
0: Biden pre- has a half life of a year and a half.
2: <laughs> I will say <laughs> that I watched a GIF of his teeth falling out while he talked more than I should have. I watched it over and over again. I couldn't stop laughing.
0: I, I'm sincerely. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I I believe this. Somebody is going to have an ableist take about that. About they're going to.
2: They're I was worried as I just us. said it. I know. And and I was about to say, I wouldn't laugh at anyone else whose dentures fell out. But President My Guy can get fucked 47 <laughs> times, okay? Fuck him. Fuck President My Guy. And when his dentures fall out, it is hilarious.
0: Well, I'm seriously waiting for the ta- even, <laughs> like Not even the physical. I'm waiting for somebody to say, well, uh, Ronald Reagan wasn't in his right mind during his second term. And that seemed to work
1: out fine for the country.
2: Ronald Reagan I'm worked waiting out for,
1: fine for I'm, the I'm waiting for a Brett he Stevens have take been like taken that.
2: out? Yeah. Are you kidding me?
1: There is a... You're They're right. There's a Brad Stevens take waiting in the wings Where? about how we're able is to make fun of Ronald Reagan. Yeah. yeah. Demi- or, or, <laughs> or, yeah, and Joe, and to put that on Joe Biden, yeah.
2: Do, do we need to even get into what a demonic... Uh, See,
1: the thing is, Tanya, is you're trying to make sense of it, and there's no... There's no way to make sense of it. The center has taken... You know they've appropriated all this sort of like woke cards and stuff
2: the woke straw man <laughs> exactly
1: they've they um they've peeked over the Wokemon's shoulders and seen <laughs> seen what Wokemon cards they have, and they've swiped them yeah. and so now they deploy them like that that's why Brett Stevens pulled the Holocaust card when he got called a bed bug, you know it's because they don't have <laughs> He did do that? What? Yeah. How did y'all miss this? He wrote an entire column about how like um
0: <laughs> how did y'all miss this? Like y'all don't y'all don't dial into Brett Stevens.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh <my laughs> I, was like, I barely know
1: who he is. This was the last good thing to happen on Twitter before everything sort of devolved <laughs> into madness. On
2: the dot com. <laughs> That's all I'm calling it now.
1: Did you see
0: that uh not to, but you know, just talk about all these like seen out guys like There absolutely is, like, a deep state check and balance for these senile guys. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, you know, we're sitting here saying, like, oh, well, maybe I just don't want a guy that's, like, you know, thinks his name is, you know, Jeff from fucking Hazard, Kentucky as the president, you know like being you know in charge of the nuclear codes and shit did you see this thing with trump at the border where they're talking about like all these explosive technologies and all this stuff he goes and we ha- like he's just rattling off all these like classified like military weapons that they're going to I've use to waiting. militarize the border i've been
2: waiting for him to just for that for i've been waiting i want so badly for trump to say something so classified well, into a microphone that someone tackles him.
0: <laughs> Well, he, he turns, tackle. Trump turns to, like, one of the Joint Chiefs of Staff or whoever it was there. He goes, well, he can speak on it better than I can. And the guy says, I think there would be some benefit to not speaking about that, Mr. <laughs> President. <laughs> and Trump goes, okay, good
1: answer. I like it.
0: <laughs> I like
2: it. I like it. <laughs> he can't- cover but I'm yeah. like, he's like folks dick?
1: Iran, they don't have nukes they've never had them he's <laughs> the joint chiefs are like
0: what the yeah. fuck up man <laughs> and, it, and it's just like he just like says these like amalgams of things he hears on like tv news and stuff and then like just crystallizes them into like sort of this weird incoherent worldview and they have to like shout him down it's like Kind of like how you have to do your grandparents when they like <laughs> do racism or something.
1: I, I like it. No, I, like I mean, it. it makes sense. Like, again, narratively, it makes sense <laughs> that the presidential elections would boil down to two doddering, senile guys, because we aren't the same country that we were in the late 50s, early 60s with Nixon and Kennedy. Now we're like fucking... We are e- we're, What's there's only two things happening. We really are in terminal decline, or we are just becoming an outright monarchy. Like there's no other explanation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's either one or the other.
2: And I'll, I'll say this: I haven't been watching the Democratic debates because they just stress me out. Like that, there's no entertainment value there at this point. But I am, you have to admit, you are a little excited to watch Trump debate again. Anybody, literally anyone. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking entertaining. The whole whole spectacle of it is, my God.
0: The thing I hate, here's the thing I hate, is that if we get Trump-Biden- is gonna be the darkest thing but also the most highly entertaining thing just two like grown men liars fucking their face melting off I think that I'm uh, <laughs> one's lying about beating up a guy on the way to a Paul Abdul concert the others <laughs> the others talk about getting into a, a chain and blade fight with a guy named Popcorn
2: <laughs> chain is, and
0: blade fight how'd he come out of that alive by the way what's his his charm
1: and wit cooler heads prevailed cooler heads prevailed
0: <laughs>
2: I talked about of it. What
1: were in you saying that? Uh he oh shit, I think I lost it. Um oh, well, the thing is is um on the days that I'm not struggling between whether I want to actually be optimistic or pessimistic because ultimately that is the substantive difference between me and most of the rest the left. I have a brain disease that makes me contrarian and I have to sort of crit- critique everything. Um but on the days that I'm um, pessimistic, I really do full-heartedly heart like full heartedly think that accelerationism probably is our best bet at this point. So we need to just heighten the contradictions and just get this republic thing to just start unraveling as fast as possible. I mean, it has started, but <clears throat> just speed just, it up. You're right. Just speed it up. Uh-huh. Just hit, f- hit the gas. And I think a lot of the b- b- people on the left will start feeling that way. If and when Bernie does get sort of rat-fucked out of the nomination and he doesn't win. Yeah. I people will just become accelerationists like, okay, yeah.
2: let's just fucking... Well, do you think, I mean, here's another fear, honestly, is that Bernie gets elected and all these people are like, oh, great. We can relax now. Everything's great. Bernie's going to take care of us. Sure, do you feel like, I mean, surely people don't think that Bernie's going to fucking you He's solve saying like people will like rest problems. on their
0: laurels if Bernie's elected and we'll yeah. like have like, like maybe we'll get lose. some mild social we'll, democracy and then. Yeah,
2: we'll lose all momentum that Bernie's campaign has built because now they got what they like. Bernie being elected to president is not uh, necessarily a, you know, I, I don't know how we define a win anymore.
1: Right.
2: Maybe it's, sure, it's just maybe a small win, but. It's not going to solve all our problems.
1: Yeah, um, and in all actuality, it may actually be worse. And most
2: people will be still be poor and miserable and sick.
1: I think that again, this goes back to what we were saying yesterday, and I still haven't. I'm not able to articulate it any better today than I was yesterday. The thinking is is that a lot of this is contingent upon Bernie's specific personality and like the goals of his campaign, which I am not at all privy to. Because I'm not even remotely close to any levers of power. I don't know a, that guy. A, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know guy. Bernard Sanders. I don't know president of that guy. Yeah. Um. So like a lot of it, it's like you kind of just have to take it on faith that like he really, um, will he like he really is going to be comfortable with like because like okay like let's let's play at the hypothesis. Let's say for example he gets in there um, to actually abolish the healthcare industry. It's probably going to involve a massive expropriation of assets and wealth, which is probably going to result in violence and unrest, right? I mean, that's generally what happens in this country. The last time that happened in this country, the Civil War, that's what happened. Well, I also um, think,
0: too, that like, like the reason you, you're seeing this militarization of police, this sort of proliferation of police, and all this stuff has to do with that. It's sort of a bulwark against the coming revolution and all that stuff. And I think we're wise to, like... It's why one in five American jobs are guard jobs now. Guard jobs now. It's like, and what is their principal function? The police (laughs) exist only to protect the
1: assets of the wealthy. Yeah. So I think that, like, for the underlying premise to work, um, the theory to work for when Bernie wins, is that, like, he's... A lot of us are going to have to be comfortable with it. I mean, no one's going to be comfortable with it. But a lot of us are going to have to... um, I don't think that, like, a lot of us would sort of, like, rest back on our laurels. I mean, maybe we would have to be militant, but that would require Bernie to actually um, sort of foster, encourage that militarism, and yeah. and I don't know if he's going to do that. And so, again, it's contingent on whether, like, I trust that he, as a politician and a leader, is going to do that, and I don't have that information. I, yeah. I live in fucking East Kentucky. I don't, right.
2: Do you think he's going to sl- slash the military budget?
0: I hope. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, here's I, the here's maybe, I I, yeah, I think so. I think the question is this is you know how most candidates become more right wing when they get in office. its the the question is is Bernie going to become more left once he gets in there? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is this what he's doing now just sort of placating some of the more like centrist elements and hoping to pull them into the fold and you know not turn them off if and when he gets the nomination. Right. But once he gets access to power is he actually going to put his foot on these people's throats
1: right <clears> throat> so maybe that's the thing maybe if i could have ask him one question it's how comfortable are you with political violence <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> come, come on trailbillies bernie come on nobody wants
1: to
0: talk
2: I about mean, th- this but this, is, w- but
1: this is how things happen this is uh, that's the point <clears throat> i'm trying to make is like why can't you ask any of these questions why can't you ask the questions of like what we're supposed to do because it's not good enough Just to say, let's get them elected. Like, we do need some sort of long-term strategy. And why can't you ask that question?
2: Well, I think the people who are the most uncomfortable with these questions are like, I I was about to say white leftists, but certainly... I mean, conservatives are all ready to fucking ready to be in the wild wild west already. Anyway,
0: I mean, they act like it, but <laughs> are they really?
1: That's the thing. That's yeah. Like, I'm not worried Maybe about these fucking like statin
0: popping fucking 56 no. year old dipshits that like you know can't run a mile. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I what I'm saying is, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't have any time for their, you know.
1: I know what you little mean. Little gun fantasies and right. shit, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is a a. I hate to call them a class, but there is a class of people out there who probably would would will take up guns right <laughs> yeah.
2: I just think there's a you know we have a close enough revolutionary history to pull from in this country that
0: well, right here in our own backyard <laughs> yeah
2: literally very close enough that we still have elders who were packing guns around. Pettus Bridge, you know what I mean? Like,
1: what's that around Alabama, al- Salma. And, uh, around Selma, Alabama? Right, you
2: right. know, like the nonviolence has always been a strategy, not a fucking life cause. And right. there was certainly um, a media strategy that was framed with people who were armed to the fucking teeth. Right. You know, like they were under no. We we get fed the most whitewashed version of the civil rights movement, right. and we certainly we're probably we're even fed pretty uh pretty. Whitewashed and uh, I don't even know what you would say. Just uh, sanitized, yeah. Versions of of uh, mine battles, mine wars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right there's no the even. Region. There's
0: even no clear consensus if like Blair Mountain happened in the history books. You know, like, we know it did, but I'm saying yeah, like right. right. There's people that act like that's apocryphal. Uh-huh. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. There's totally. people who say that the first time American soil was bombed was Pearl Harbor. Right, uh, yeah, not true. It's uh, <laughs> but, anyways. But the thing about the election thing, and this is, I guess, this is the challenge: is that um, are you are you really prepared to go that distance with Bernie if that's what he's prepared to do? Like, I guess I'm. Uh, I want to know, like, or are you just sort of? Obs- I don't want to use the word obsessed, but maybe that's it. Maybe you're just. Are you fixated on the symbolic victory? Of Bernie in the same way we were fixated on the symbolic victory of Barack Obama. Like, is it, is it something that you're willing to, I don't know, even, uh... I mean, I don't want to play out any, like, just, like, bloody, like,
0: sort of fantasy things and, like, lest we be called, like, you know, but, like, just know we might have to go to the mat for this.
1: Well, because that's, I just don't understand, like, the, 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 some of the things I see people say, like, um... They they say like, um, my family is dying right now. I mean, look, at, this is this sort of thing. I, I know this um, very, you know, viscerally right now. Is um, you know, lack of health care is violence and it's death. That's what
2: I'm saying. There's so and, much violence. Yeah. We and we so are happily normal. We're hyper normalized to violence right
1: now, and the system. Yeah, is. all so violence just un- ain't shooting at it's each yeah, other. Yeah, unbelievably violent. The thing is, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that like there is a gap between the demands we're making and um, what it would take to, to actually act get, to those. get those. And so I guess I just want to know, like, what are people... What can Bernie do to sort of bridge that game? Yeah, yeah. And like, and, and why isn't it okay to talk about it? I guess that's it. And that's a separate question from should Bernie win and should will I vote for him? Both questions The I would answer in the affirmative. Tell you what, I do want him to win, and I'm going to vote for him. And I'm going to vote for him, yeah. It mirrors...
0: Um, do you remember when like Like Cornell West threw all these events For Barack Obama And then he was like Criticizing him And like you know Saying like Well what's he gonna do About Wall Street What's he gonna do About drones What's he gonna do About all this well, that's stuff I was
2: going say What do we do When Bernie drops His first drone if, The day's gonna come If he's elected president
1: <laughs> you, know? you You made him sound like Dropping his first album <laughs> Every president Has their first drone drop That's their
2: first drone drop <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that would be heartbreaking. Honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't expect him to be Obama on that. I, I really don't. No. I think. Well, no, this I is
1: the thing, because
0: he's been consistently anti-war the whole.
1: But in yeah. our lifetimes, though, I think the larger point is in our lifetimes we've seen time and again people become compromised by the system, and, and we've had our hopes built up and then had them dashed, dashed away. again. And so it's like. I think we've said this before. Like you would almost be crazy not to at least be a little bit skeptical. and sure. that's it. That's that's all. Why well, what I was totally healthy to be skeptical. Well, what I said is about the Cornell West
0: Obama thing. Is like you know everybody was trying to shut up Cornel West and was like say we know wait, wait till he gets in there. Like don't criticize him. Wait till he gets in there. Right. He's got to get in there first, and then he ended up being a huge disappointment. It's like I don't want this to mirror that. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, to answer your question about why can't we talk about this, is I think you know fear is one of the strongest motivational uh human emotions like uh, almost every um so many advertisements you know any time that um some force is trying to motivate human behavior fear is tapped Uh they tap into fear it's like all of our the entire political um theater we're dealing with and it's certainly like that's you know all of the stories of sex education that people young people have access to is all fear based and so i think fear is not only a very powerful emotion that we have but it's a familiar one yeah um and it's one that we unfortunately feel comfortable in because we've had to resort to it so often right right because we live in such a violent society <laughs> and yeah. it's very it's very natural and because of that because we have to, to deal with it so much it becomes comfortable.
1: Right. Well, and yeah, and so I think the point you're making is that the stakes are very high. And um in that sort of environment, it's very easy to become.
2: And people know that and a lot of people don't have much else much left to lose.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: I think that's true.
1: Yeah. For sure. Um well, I I mean,
2: some tchotchkes and books yeah <laughs> you know <like>
0: enjoy my <laughs> I- ikea accoutrements <laughs> uh,
2: my gourds my seasonal gourds right
1: yeah, yeah. well i mean um <clears throat> this is a much healthier discussion than yesterday's
2: i think they're both healthy
1: <laughs> you think we so? can live
2: in many many a uh, goddamn uh healthy discussions of our violent realities goddamn yeah and we deserve to
1: um Good point, Tanya. That's why we have you here. Motivational support.
2: We'll drop both these episodes at the same fucking time. Both tomorrow. You're getting two... You're going to get three full hours of us, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the times demanded. it. <laughs> no, Jesus no. Don't Christ. do that. Don't give them uh, the whole cow. Well, I think
0: this was a good distillation of yesterday and a lot more even-handed. Uh, Yeah. But also you know sticking to our guns a little bit. this
2: is funny i feel like i'm the more sensitive one to when we go off the rails but i didn't feel that way yesterday mostly maybe because i had such a normal one and yet, most of my yesterday by the end of the day i was You're already, ready, I was already yeah. real right, right. Real,
1: real real wired. <laughs> well
2: i told you i can't record on wednesdays <laughs> no more I ain't, it ain't right <laughs> i ain't in my right mind
1: it's that to- it totally makes sense um I mean, I've got an empty stomach right now and I'm having a hard time keeping a thought straight. I
2: offered it's, your ass a smoothie and you turned me down, so
1: um s I'll take that smoothie, Tom.
2: All right, let me make it for you. Let me make you a smoothie.
1: All right. Tom, what's going on? Wait. What are you doing? You nah. Uh, yeah, make me a smoothie. I need some Nah, calories. I'm good. I need that
0: I need my fiber. I don't like it when you destroy all the fiber in the smoothie process.
1: Just fiber destroyed in the smoothie process? Yeah, no. What? Yeah. Just- You're just getting vitamins. That's Not okay. Fiber.
0: That's all right. I you, just, you, you don't really need the fiber. I don't need the fiber. <laughs> I need the
1: fiber. Yeah, I shit all the time, dude. Just fruit and.
0: Um, I, um. So I I I thought it would. Sometimes I do things for the content. And I had a bunch of Audible credits, like the audio book. App yeah, thing. yeah. And so I got Malcolm Gladwell's new book because I thought it might we might be able to get a little content out of it. Yes. It is delivering. In in <laughs> in space, let me tell you, he this motherfucker in the first couple of sentences it opens up with like this like the story like of Sandra Bland and like you know how she was mm-hmm. you know died under mysterious circumstances that was officially ruled a suicide. Uh, yeah, and like the whole premise of the book is how to talk to strangers.
2: Sandra Bland, the original. Never mind.
0: So, like that's the thing. So he sets this up as as and I've not gotten that far into it, but it sounds like he's like saying, Well, if Sandra Bland, you know, a black woman from Chicago would have just understood when she was talking to a white cop from Texas and all this stuff, like if they would have understood each other. And the first anecdote he gives, like after he sets up that introduction, is he talks about how that the Spanish conquest of the Aztec Empire (laughs) was all because no Montezuma way. and Hernan Cortez had bad translators.
2: <laughs> you can't be serious.
0: I swear to God.
2: And that and he's God. like Sandra would be alive if she had just uh Well
0: no, like he just sets that up as like a modern day example of like just wires got crossed and this woman ended up dead.
1: Right. Like he's saying that they came from two different worlds. Yeah. And those worlds collided. Yeah. Dude, the whole all the scientists that are Epstein adjacent which Gladwell Gladwell was, was on the plane <laughs> exactly and Steven Pinker yeah well, i want to do a Steven Pinker thing one day because um like i have that one book of his the blank slate and it oh, one of it the one of the opening anecdotes in that book is um it's like why are why are some people asking if there are structural barriers to women being in science when maybe we just don't want to confront the hard truth of maybe women just aren't into science. Like these are the people who get are the thought leaders, the thought leaders, and also also the Make people, it, the Democratic so much Party, money.
2: yeah, so much money,
0: the DNC, like shells out big bucks to have them come talk to them and stuff like that. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, next yeah, yeah. to women in crowns mm-hmm. and crowns uh, and sashes.
1: This is why, like, it would be kind of fun to like sort of do a deeper dive into like the liberal science. Technocratic. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. yeah like these writers. Sort of Radiolab maybe being um, a little farther along on the left part of that spectrum, but then like Robert Krolwich and Steven Pinker Malcolm and Glad- Malcolm Glad- Glad- Gladwell all being the kind ride. of on the right wing yeah. that. Even though Robert Krolwich is on Radiolab, he is kind of like Radiolab's right wing go-to guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Jad is the kind of like, oh, let's Jad be open-minded about this. Jad Abramrod. Yeah. Abramrod. Yeah. Yeah. But Robert Krolwich is like, You know maybe uh humans are so maybe there is such a thing as human nature blah 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 you know he has to be the right-wing contrarian guy right um yeah all these guys are just shills for the status quo they just look at like (laughs) and and and
0: like uh also too, just like um you know regular guests at ozzy fest
1: (laughs) (laughs) shit like that right exactly Mm. dude that is incredible just yeah. the most surface-level kindergarten-type shit. Like, a literal kindergartner could write that. Like, Montezuma and, and Hernan Cortez. like, it's just like they just didn't get along, man. He basically man.
0: said that Cortez was sprung to violence because there was something in the Aztec language that, like, what they said was not supposed to be taken literally. Uh-huh. And, like, he, that Cortez took Montezuma's um, sort of, like... Uh, like announcement of his like submission to Cortez, or like uh-huh. Cortez was supposed to be like, the fulfillment of a prophecy or something, literally. And he's like <laughs> Cortez, of course, was shocked to find that this was this easy. <laughs> and then like he just jumps over a lot, and is like, and then we know what happened next. Uh, the Spanish Empire came in, murdered Montezuma, and overthrew the empire and all this stuff. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. and all that happened just because of a little oopsie doo in the <laughs> in the translation. <laughs>
1: Please, can I have my human nature where people really are? Nice <laughs> it's all a misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Please can I have human nature where there's no power? <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as power.
0: I'm waiting for, like, to. I've not got further along that chapter, but I'm waiting for the bomb of, like, like Gladwell talking about how violent the
1: Aztecs were and all this stuff and, like, how that oh they were acquainted with violence, too. Mm. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. Dude, the Holocaust happened because Hitler um, didn't understand how to. The him and the Jews had a misunderstanding. It's Jesus all a misunderstanding, Christ. baby. They just had an interlocutor that was worth <laughs> a shit. We could have, we could have avoided all this mess. Speaking of language barriers, I'll, I'll end on this note. I'm one of speaking of language barriers. Remember how a few weeks ago, or maybe months ago, we had talked about the long time nuclear waste warning messages. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. like the problem of. We're gonna have this nuclear material that will be in the ground for thousands of years. Thousands of years will probably outlast current languages, right? Like language changes pretty fast.
0: Like the new nu- the nuclear cats. Yes, yeah. like you
1: need some way to communicate with future generations. That like what is stored in this it's place bad. is <laughs> no, bad. <why> not? no <laughs> bueno. No really bueno. Right, yeah. right. Is radioactive. Well, I didn't look. At, I didn't um, read this, but um. So there's a place of 30 miles. This says a lot about me. There's a little site. There's three sites in the world, I think, where nuclear waste is accepted. One of them is the Whip site, um, which is 30 miles from where I grew up. in between The WIPP site, what's that? It's the Waste Isolation Pilot Plant. It's an underground facility. Every now and then, they have like a meltdown, and like eight workers will get radioactive poisoning, and you never hear from them again. Mm. Dude, this is this is literally. So
0: there's like many Chernobyls that happen there, like every ten years. <laughs> yeah, or something. just earlier
1: this summer, yeah. one happened. Oh god, dude. Um, yeah, this is between Hobbs and Carlsbad, New Mexico. So it's like right outside of where I grew up. <laughs> so you're not you're not out of the woods living in Hobbs. Oh, uh, this no. is
2: like Richmond, Kentucky.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richmond, they have Estill the, uh, County, I think. Yeah, right. No,
2: I when I lived in downtown Richmond, so we have an alarm. There's an alarm yeah. Oh, that's right. It's
1: a downwind of the, wind yeah. the yeah. nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. have the nerve gas. No, no, no. it's, it's nerve gas, yeah. It's the and thing weapons, Terry Bland was talking about.
2: And yes. weapons. They're all buried underground, and there's an alarm that goes off every, like, Thursday at noon or something, and if the alarm goes off... Just
1: keeping people on their toes.
2: Yeah, well, it goes off so that you remember, yeah, and you know... It's you like you a rapture thing.
1: drill every day.
2: <laughs> and it, if it ever goes off, not a scheduled time, you know yeah. to get the fuck out of town. Right. Like, that's your sign. And who's supposed to keep up with that?
1: All right. Well, so the people at the whip plant have de- uh, come up with a message. Um, they, uh, the the uh, the waste isolation pilot plant has done extensive research and development of these messages. Since today's written languages are unlikely to survive, the research team has considered pictograms and hostile architecture. Hey, spell Wip is Waste isolation. W I P P. Yeah, waste isolation pilot plant. Here's what they've come up with. This is the message they come up with, and I'd, I'd never read this before until literally earlier this week. Check this out. This is fascinating. This place is a message. And part of a system of messages. Pay attention to it. Sending this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. This place is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing is valued here. (laughs) Holy shit. What is is here? What is here was dangerous and repulsive to us. This message is a warning about danger. The danger is in a particular location. It increases towards the center. The center of danger is here of a particular size and shape and below us. The danger is still present in your time as it was in ours. The danger is to the body and it can kill. The form of the danger is an emanation of energy. The danger is unleashed only if you substantially disturb this place physically. This place is best shunned and left uninhabited. And that's what they're saying about a place that's not.
0: But we're telling future generations about a place that's like 30 <laughs> miles from where you grew up. Yes, oh, amazing.
2: <laughs> what the hell? That so? That's like on on a sign somewhere.
1: Yes. Um, Wh-
2: why not just put danger?
1: Well, they're trying to exp- they're trying to like convey, like I said, to future people like through pictograms wow. and other messages let me see it that's amazing um, holy shit i thought i think it's um fascinating though that what this, there is no honor here yes we considered ourselves to be a powerful culture this place is not a place of honor and that's a place we have now that is so <laughs> that's what we're telling we're tell it's funny to just see like the difference
0: what we're telling future generations about us yes versus, versus, versus what, what we're we telling tell ourselves, ourselves literally yeah.
2: ourselves <laughs> Like that, they wouldn't put that in a newspaper. Oh,
1: absolutely not.
0: That's so good. That's the perfect note to end on.
1: <laughs> 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 this place God. is not a place of honor. What is here was dangerous and repulsive to us.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: That's right, baby. Hobbs, New Mexico. Home of the Brave. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, this will be a public episode, so go check out the Patreon, please. Uh, P A T R E O N. Dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Um, we got some tour dates coming up, too. Yeah.
2: We do. Please come see us. And we have a four-day tour run starting in Nashville, Tennessee on Thursday, September 26th. Mm-hmm. The next night, Friday, September 27th, we'll be in the Chattanooga at Sluggo's.
1: Mm-hmm
2: saturday night we'll be in lexington kentucky on some of our home turf uh, at the green lantern and on sunday september 29th right yeah we will be in cincinnati at the north side
1: fucking cincinnati we're doing a fucking sunday night comedy show fucking come <laughs> out for the sunday night comedy show it's like fucking saturday night if you like the fucking comedy on that show Come out for our show. We'll fucking give you impressions. Over the Northside Yacht Club. We're, we, we're fucking hiring people. We're firing people. It's fucking Sunday night comedy at the fucking Saturday. Wear your union shirt. Where your fucking union shirt. Fuck, come out and show some fucking Saturday night comedy. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> and definitely donate to our Patreon. Please. Peace. Peace. Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com. Peace. And you know, know sign
2: right. your friend up too. Be a
0: good one.
1: Please. All right, we'll talk to you later.
0: Bye.